Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and I am here, as always, with my partners in crime, the Goon. Goon, how are you feeling tonight? Uh, I'm, I'm doing much better now. Yeah, Goon, Goon had a little incident a little earlier. Uh, we're, we're glad to hear he's feeling better now. Uh, apparently, everybody had an incident today. Uh, Chief, Chief, how are you feeling? My back hurts, but yeah. other than that, I'm great. Well, you had a day off, didn't you? I wouldn't call it a day off, sir. I would just call it. I wasn't. At he wasn't m- present at his primary place of employment. Oh, 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 oh! Wait, we can do that a little bit better and channel a um, channel a favorite movie of all of ours. Uh, so you missed work today, Chief? I wouldn't say I was missing it, Bob. <laughs> uh, but you you got all kinds of other stuff done, including uh, injury to your own back. Yep, Not that I'm that working was on was on the plan of things to do, but. It never is. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I luckily made it home uh, pretty much unscathed, although <laughs> apparently my abilities to do math are, are wanting, as I am uh, about four miles from work, and I realize I left work a half hour early. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm attempting to get our, uh, our resident timekeeper to unlock my time card so that I can redo it and not be, uh, you know, guilty of time card fraud. Um, I've already changed, you know, the the uh, prime contractor page, so I, I'm good with them. It's it's with my own company that things are kind of sucky right now. Isn't that, so, wasn't this the end of the period? Uh, yes, it was. So I'm hoping if the owner's wife is listening to the show, if she will please talk to the other owner's husband... <laughs> to unlock my account so I can redo my time card, that would be awesome. You guys know who you are. <laughs> that, that, that sounded a little complicated. Didn't it, though? But it, it, in, the, it, the, in the end, it'll all work out, I'm sure. <clears throat> if I'm not here next week and, you know, I'm doing the show from a, from a pay phone behind a glass wall, then you'll know. Um, this is a collect call from <laughs> Lymphicum Prison. <laughs> so Wouldn't D. that be funny? <laughs> not really, no. Well, it I, might be uh, might be funny for the chief and I. For you, I'm thinking not so funny. Not, not, so, not so funny. No. Um. And 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 right now, actually, I'm on a I'm on a bit of a roll. I've had a really good week. Um, I started. I tend to start thinking about this week's show about a day after last week's show. So Saturday morning, I'm watching things and I'm going into a slow boil as I see what is going to be the topic of tonight's show, which is the. <clears throat> much vaunted, much maligned, and with good reason, uh, fourth estate. Uh, but before that, I wanted to get to, I had a couple of good things happen this week, and I want to have a couple shout-outs to a couple of, uh, a couple of small businesses. Um, I have a bike, and my, my recent medical condition problems, um, my, uh, my doctor has said, you know, you need to get back on that bike and, uh, and get working. It, it needs to stop being needs to stop being a stationary bicycle. It it needs to stop being a wall ornament in the garage is what it needed to stop being, and unfortunately, um, it's amazing how much damage you can do to a bicycle by just letting it sit somewhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, so I took it to uh, the local race pace bike shop in Ellicott City, Maryland, and uh, the gentleman there uh, gave it a lot of tender loving care. And uh, the weather finally turned kind of nice this week, and I was able to take the bike out. And I was just putting it through some basic, you know, 
remembering how easy or hard the shifters work and getting used to the you know the feel of the bike and the next thing you know i had gone six and a half miles and i went whoa well okay i guess the bike is back so um i'm toying with the idea of uh, actually going riding after we finish this recording tonight so because uh, it's a beautiful night out and my neighborhood is well lit and i'm too big and ugly to you know rob wear wear some uh, uh day glow uh, tape or something on you oh dude you, if you saw my biking outfits you can see me from a country mile at midnight so from where where chief and i are we go what's that glow on the horizon chief Really, it, yeah, well, it might look like lava flow because it's, you know, big and slow moving, but that's me. Some yeah. lava is fast. Well, that's true. Actually, in Hawaii, the lava that moves fast is called, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, funny thing you should mention that. Did you know there was actually a call into the Hawaii, uh, um, one of the local news stations, the Hawaii, uh, the weatherman on that station uh, said, look, we, we don't consider any question to be silly. But we've gotten this question a lot. And no, the rain from the hurricane will not put out the volcano. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm like, there's it, a lot of people asking, them, you know, could that happen? I'm like, it won't even cool the lava that's on the outside of the volcano now. It won't even be water by the time it gets to the lava. It will right. be steam. <laughs> right. It'd be a little foggy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. Fog's nice. Um, so yeah, so they did me a great job, and I, I've got a link uh, for their uh, for their shop in the show notes. So if you're in the in the Baltimore, Washington metropolitan area, please stop by. They they do they're, great work. They're still going to be there, right? With are they in the historic area? Oh no 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 no! I'm I'm in the part of Ellicott City that's almost not Ellicott City. Okay. So I'm so far from downtown, you know, Glub Glubville, um, that uh, we stayed pretty much above sea level. Yeah, we we call that part of uh, Ellicott City the river. <laughs> <laughs> well, as as it turns out, a lot of those businesses won't be there because the the, the county's going to destroy them. That's why I was asking. I yeah, saw no, that article. Yeah, and um and the second one is uh, is a little more closer to my heart. It's made me feel a little bit like a kid waiting for Christmas morning. Um, I first started playing trumpet in 1972. My mother, our number one fan. Uh, went out of her way to get me a really good trumpet. And I didn't really realize how good a trumpet it was until very recently. And um, I had that trumpet since 1972, and I don't think I'm the original owner. I think it was used even when I got it. So it's a very old horn. Um, about three Did, years ago. Hmm. Dizzy Gillespie? No, no, no not that good. <laughs> I wish. Um, about three years ago, my, my son uh, took up a trumpet as well. And uh, I had another horn that had been given to me by my brother. I'd never really had a chance to play. It's a beautiful horn. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I said, you know, hey, we got an extra horn here, and uh, I can help you, and I can play with you. But my horn was in such disarray, and, and everything was very frozen. None of the tuning slides moved that I couldn't play it. So I went on Amazon, and I bought a cheapo horn. And you know what you get when you buy a cheapo horn? You get a cheapo horn. Yeah, cheap sound yeah. is what you oh, get. Oh, yeah, pretty cheap. So, um... It's very hard to find musical instrument repair shops. There's actually not, not a lot. Um, in fact, there's a video on the website, one of the links I'll send, where he actually describes how few people there are that actually do this kind of work. Well, there's I'm Victor Lutz in our area. There's also L&L for woodwinds down in uh, uh, not too far from your home, Chief. Right. See, it's, yeah. it's well, that we you don't guys live... And I, 
we don't live I don't live near you right right but I this this place is actually on the way to my son's new high school you, you could move now, he he likes so, communism too much not the socialism that we have here that's true I I prefer you know the people who come up and send me little notes to say I need to you know clean my walkway or you'll take my house away but that's another story <clears throat> anyway so you I'll... usually when that happens at my home mm. the next sound you hear after that is kind of a bang <laughs> i like that so so i walk into this guy's shop about five minutes before closing because you know i'm just that way and um we get to talking and he i, I pull out the trumpet and he's looking at it oh wait a minute did what? you at least prepare him before you pulled out your trumpet it was buy him, an actual buy him, buy him dinner, not, buy him dinner yeah. or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not a euphemism, you sick, sick individuals. So he is looking. You're the, you're the one that said it with both of us here on the air. You, and you had said, to you know, know that right when he was closing, so that no one else would be there. No, the, no, my the wife lights was there. were dimming. I had a witness. I had a witness oh, there. Everything the was, was there. Wow, man. Board and professional. That's something and a trois, isn't it? Correction to a musical instrument. Yeah, I'm pretty you guys sure. Guys, can make it sound as tawdry as you want. If I look but on I'm the dark net. I'm just going to continue moving forward with my story. I'm going to see a video. Because being deaf, I your can mother is you. ashamed of you right now, Mom. We're sorry. <laughs> we didn't want him to tell this story, but he made us. That's right. All about you. Anyway. <laughs> you guys are wrong, just on so many levels. So he starts to look at the the, the problems that I have with this trumpet, and um, he Did you pulls describe out, a pill. Oh, well, he he pulls out this 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 wooden block and a hammer, and I'm going, mm-hmm. oh Lord, what are you going to do with those? You've and already been circumcised, out, right? I mean, this is not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going to let this go. I was, this I was, is, I was this... creative, Chief, i got to say. <laughs> One, how would you do that with a wooden block and hammer? How? Painfully. <laughs> That's one you'll remember. Uh, I think my blood sugar just dropped another point. <laughs> <laughs> you should go get a donut. Um, so he starts tapping on the one slide, and all of a sudden it starts to move. And within about five minutes, he has all of the slides in a condition. He says, I can, I can get this apart and... And, you know, we can go ahead and clean it. And he starts describing all these things he's going to do. And I'm thinking, this is going to cost me an arm and a leg and two fingers off the other hand. And then he says, uh, yeah, and all this will take, uh, you know, a couple days to do. It'd be $98. Wow. Like $98? That's it? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is involves ultrasonic cleaning. He's going to um, take care of some curling in the bell that happened because, well... This was a horn I used during high school, and it fell off at least two different set of bleachers. Right on the bell. <laughs> I thought he was um, going to say it fell off at two different cheerleaders or something like that, Chief. But That okay. would be um, funny, but wrong. Um, yeah, not... yeah, so, um, so I'm waiting patiently now for my, for my half-a-century-old trumpet to, uh, to come back. And, and the one nice thing, and this is props to our number one fan... Um, he was uh, he, very impressed. He, uh, it's a Martin trumpet, which for those of you who know anything about trumpets, they make professional trumpets and only got into the business of making student trumpets in the late 60s and early 70s. So this is one of the first student trumpets that Martin made. As the years have gone on, they've you know, 
in order to make the horn more affordable, you know, you cut a few standards. But back when they made this particular horn, this horn's about as close to a pro horn as you can get. And I always said to myself, you know, this horn always had, you know, a really good feel to it, had a great sound. The valves work better than any trumpet I've ever played. And it turns out it's because, well, it's, it's you know, spitting distance from a pro horn. So props to you, number one fan. You bought your son a great trumpet. And if all goes well, I'll have a great trumpet again in just a few days. Thanks to the Very band excited. shop. Thanks to the band shop. And again, I will send links. So that's my good news. That's the thing that's kept me kind of positive because work has been kind of eh. And then you, you guys have been a little cranky. Well, it's been a week. You know, there's there's been a few things that have happened. I'm not a big fan of, um, hey, I told you how to do it this way, and now at the very last minute, I'm going to tell you to do something completely different. And what it's it's what I really meant all along. You know, that's <laughs> called life, right? <laughs> and now um, this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Chief, we've got another one that'll let you in on Monday. Um, our uh, we. We, we try to do our work in such a way that people who use our products are asked the least amount of questions possible, that we try to glean as much information about what we're doing without having to have human intervention, because when humans are involved, that's when things go bad. Always. All you need them to do is answer one question wrong and things go horribly, horribly bad, right? Always. You know, always. So, um, yeah, some of our... Um, clever techniques if you will chief for deciding what kind of environment we're running in or what the names of certificates are um, we can't make those assumptions anymore so now we're going to have to ask more questions and copy things and so validate files I and, uh, I found a way around that well good, well, good. number one uh, at least that's what I was telling you that uh, I yes I was already asking questions and then in the instructions, I say, do this. Now, the the wonderful people that work with the goon said, it's not working. And I said, did you read the instructions? And they said, yes. And I said, read it for me, please. And they went through it. And I said, did you do that? No. And, and I just stop waiting to see if the light bulb will turn on that, hey, I said, you need to name it this and put it here. If you mm -hmm. don't do that, this will not work. Lo and behold, it did not occur to them that that was the problem. No, it didn't. And you know, someone, you know, I I get is... more and more people telling me that my stuff doesn't work, and I'm like, why do I even attempt to write a document that no one will pay attention to? Right. We're 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 constantly trying to idiot-proof our stuff, and they're just making better idiots. I like your document. <laughs> you Thank are you, one Rich. of the few. If, if you ever have the opportunity to use one of them, we probably would have no problem with you following directions because you're you're good that way. And I would I would do I would do as you instructed me. So now that we have wasted roughly fifteen minutes of your time not talking about what we said we were gonna talk about Let's go to the fourth estate, which I incorrectly told my uh, brother this morning, the fifth estate. <laughs> and would you oh, like No, <laughs> That would be the wrong one, but yeah, either way. I don't, I don't even know what the first, second, and third estates are. 
I know the fifth one was uh, was related to to Snowden, and, and I don't think we want oh. anything to do with that. Well, I know the fifth. Yo, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Of... I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the fifth dimension had a lot of hits in the 60s. <laughs> hey, you know what? When, it, as soon as we break through that, that's I'm pretty sure for all our fans that follow Warhammer, the warp will open and the Chaos <laughs> Marines will come through. Chaos Marines. Oh, my gosh. There you go. <clears throat> Warhammer. Yes. You know, I don't think I've ever played that. There well, was an old version, and then they went to, like, Warhammer 40,000 or something like that. 40K, but yes. 40, okay, yeah. And, and now Warhammer 40K. Right. Yes. Because the previous 39,999 versions weren't that good. No, it was just that it was... <laughs> it's a to, version number. <laughs> you had to make sure you went far enough into the future. So you have Warhammer, where humans are f- foot soldiers, and, and you know, the... Uh, the necromancers are magic based and the orcs are still orcs and then in the future orcs is orcs is orcs of course <laughs> sorry i i have to, i have to i have to hit you now <laughs> <laughs> thank oh, you y- you know this uh this reminds me of something that has nothing to do with uh, <laughs> the, the we're, we're not following. We're not following the script anyway. So what's I, the we might as well just keep going. What the heck? So you, you seventeen all, minutes in, right? Yeah. Todd McFarlane. You know he was the creator of Spawn. Yes. Uh, he he also uh, likes to spawnify uh, other items that people used to, you know, time honored classics. You mean like Wuthering Heights? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just that in his head now. <laughs> oh. So, uh, I'm I'm sure uh, you are familiar with the Wizard of Oz. Oh no! So yes, he took Dorothy the little dog. Sure, right. All right. So there's a. I'm I'm going to send you something that we. <laughs> this is a. This is what his version of, of Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz is. <coughs> I'm not sure I can put that in the show notes. Oh, oh my. Now, now you, I am not just, sure I can put that in the show notes. That's just wrong. I'm now going to have to put that in the show notes because now our comments, people are going to go, what are they looking at? You know, you know up until now, mm-hmm. Chief... No, no one that was angry at Crutch and I for basically being male chauvinist pigs could be mad at you. If we post this, oh yeah, no! You're, you're what did I wins. do? The only thing that I have done. Oh is... yeah, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at the most inappropriate toys ever made, and this is right up there. You betcha. <laughs> so if you. I so, would have to say Goon has that one nailed completely. I, winner, winner. So, so that is that is only half of it. I'm I'm showing you the rest because if you look at the rope, you don't get to see who's who's controlling it. Well, but, is there another picture? I I sent you another link. Oh, there's oh oh. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Old man at the oh, keyboard here. What the heck is that? What is that supposed to be? 
so the 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 scarecrow was being eaten by crows the the tin man the the lion is being there's uh, it, just a, a lot of weird stuff and of course <laughs> how does he sleep at night the you know is that is that crutch holding the other end of the rope <laughs> Oh, oh, that was okay, not necessary. So, so that's that's. A, See, I had. That's a, I think that's that goes. That's a short joke. That's all I. That's all I had was a short joke for that. <laughs> I got nothing else. Nothing this, we this could say on this the guy show. from Game of Thrones look like a giant. Yeah. So, so I was I was trying to figure out, you know, what else does this man do? So there's I like her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. Well, yes. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I think I think we've taken this to a whole new unhealthy <laughs> level. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it will be in the show notes, guys. Uh, I will uh, put a little link. You know, not suitable for ever. Um, <laughs> ladies, I tried. I'd seen the error of my ways, and I tried. But w- yeah. what did you try? What I tried. You- I was I, praying that you wouldn't you wouldn't put those links in the show notes, but Oh no, dude, that, it's already there. There that, you go. That didn't work. Yeah, that is um I am really gonna have to stay up late tonight now. <laughs> <laughs> just just so we don't have anything pop up in the uh, old subconscious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a Clint Eastwood marathon on AMC. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, I had to interrupt the show. I had to interrupt Magnum Force. That's that was big of you. I I know you. I knew you'd appreciate it. Um, it's, it was right actually... at the point. It was right at the point where he was going to start shooting at the bad guys. <laughs> Wait, that's the whole movie. Well, it's every Dirty Harry movie, but that's why I like him. Yeah. Now, Magnum Force is that the one with the dirty cops? Yes, yes, and, and Hal Hol- and Hal Holbrook. Uh, yeah, okay, good. That's one of the best ones. Uh, are you familiar with the Dirty Harry series, Chief? I, a, man's, a man's gotta know his limitations. Exactly, my very favorite line. I I will be cleaning up. I need something in the background. This, this would be perfect. Yes. This will help me. This is, this is well, be soothing for you because it's the sound of gunfire. It's just like, you know, the noises outside. <laughs> you, uh, there's a very disturbing scene, um, between two black people that you won't like very much. It's a hooker and her pimp, but when you see what happens to the pimp later on, I think you'll be okay with it. So, it's going like to be inst- more... Semi, semi-instant karma? Pretty much, yeah, well, it is the next scene, so... <laughs> and oh. it was it was done in the 70s, so when you see the pimp's Cadillac, oh, oh, it's so wrong. <laughs> well, is, it, is it pink? Yes! All right. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's it, it's not just pink. It's pink. Does it have shag seat covers? Why, yes. Why, yes. yes. Yes, it, it does. does. Does it have gigantic pipes coming out from the rear of the hood area and going down underneath the car? Kind of like an Orson Welles time machine. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Specifically an Orson Welles time machine. <laughs> Yeah, that's the model we're, we're we're using, the Orson Welles bottle. Yes, I'm sorry, that would have been H.G. Wells. I I apologize. <laughs> there the Orson is... Welles would have to be bigger than a Cadillac. I was about to say <laughs> it'd be like a semi. Um, <laughs> actually, um, 
you, you reminded me something. There's actually a a BBC interview of Orson Welles and H.G. Wells together being interviewed at, um, by the same guy at the same time. Um, this, I think, would be... When was it? Would have had to be in the 30s, wouldn't it? Because yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's like right around the time of the big... Um, Video uh, show? No, the uh, the the thing on Halloween where he scared half the nation. Yeah, that was a radio show. The radio you mean show. War of the World. That the was World, War of the World. War of the Worlds, yeah. yes. And they were interviewing him and H. G. Wells, and uh, they play this interview on the uh, classic radio station, a uh, classic radio channel on Sirius XM, and uh, it's it's kind of amazing. Ding ding, ding, shameless plug. Well, if you know, if we can <laughs> show us. on there, if we can get a show on that channel, baby. Get me a channel on on Sirius XM, yeah. Then then <clears throat> then I won't have to go back to work and deal with people who don't read manuals. And now it's the Crutch Show. That's right. You know, and we'll be running commercials about timeshare, getting out of timeshares, and uh, getting your CDL license. And uh, let's see what else is popular. Oh, uh, buying know, property in Nashville. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the kinds of commercials. I I'm hear. sorry, but the getting out of timeshare people are annoying. They must call me five times a week, and they somehow managed to break through the no-mo-robo that I have on my phone. And they're like, but you're unhappy with your timeshare. No, actually, I'm delighted with mine because it's run by the Disney company. Yes. And they've, they've stuck to the contract I signed with them. It, it is kind of funny when there's one particular guy out there who's, you know, I fought them in court and I won. <clears throat> What he doesn't tell you is he didn't actually fight them in court. He got sued by them and won the decision. I mean, being being the defendant isn't fighting somebody in court. That's fighting true. somebody in court is I'm 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 going to take your butt there, and I'm going to ring you out, and you know, hey, hey being you on know, the defensive and being the winner is okay. Well, congratulations, you didn't lose your entire property by helping these people get out of there. But yeah, I have a whole issue with timeshares. I'm. I'm involved yeah. with one without actually being involved with it. I take, <laughs> I take advantage of someone who has a uh, timeshare who allows me and my family to partake of its use. So um, squatter. Not, I have no fiduciary responsibility. I want to state that for the record because in my business, you're not allowed to own foreign property. Squatter. So, so when you're there, are you an illegal immigrant? No, no, no. I go, in, I go through the a no, established was... border with the proper paperwork. I was just my asking. country of exit and the country I'm entering both know which way I'm going and why I'm there and when I'll leave. And you know you the funny thing is, when I'm told to leave or it's time for me to leave, I leave, which makes me a lot different than most. You don't seek out, out any natives of that country and, like, stab them to death or anything like that? Um, I have not had that uh, predilection nor uh, act, uh, okay. activity. No, okay. I, uh, okay. I'm not much a... of a stabber. Uh, I was know. just checking. Because I know we had a we had if I listened to the Fourth Estate we had an undocumented worker that right. uh, uh, I would say alleged Who, whose lawyer say. referred to him as an all American guy. I'm like, um, in all the ways, no. <laughs> so you killed a girl who was just my daughter's age, right, pal? Yeah. Let could we just let me handle this? I'll sit and talk with him in a room and decide, and then if there's a sentence to be done, I'll do it. How's that? What's the sentence? Well, it depends what I hear him say. I don't know now. He's oh. innocent until proven guilty. No, oh. no. see, 
here's here's where where Samuel L. Jackson has proven <laughs> you wrong. Because when when things happened to his daughter, not only did he take things into his own hands, but he uh, under oath he told the truth. Yes, he did. And he's in. And there was, you know, everyone in the courtroom, there was no doubt of where he stood on the issue. So there you go. I mean, what else do you need at that point? That's true. Yeah. I, uh, I, I could I, do the public a service and take care of this. Just well, saying. you know, and, that, and that's the thing is, is I think all three of us as parents would, would look at that situation and go, hey, um, I got no problem being judged by 12 in this case. Yeah. Oh, you got to go, my friend. That's, yeah. That's what needs to happen this with is, you. This is why I have such amazing respect for law enforcement officers and why I would probably never make it as a law enforcement officer. Because if I was the guy arresting this particular piece of human debris, he might not have made it back to the station. Just I, I got to say, I, I, have a, I have respect for the police as well. Uh, having worked with them as a fireman, I would watch what they would do, and I would think, oh, I only have to run into a burning building. Okay, <laughs> I definitely have the better deal. I mean, I love the case where uh, the one officer, and, it, you know, it's funny. Everybody wanted police officers to all have their little dash cams and their little body cams, you know, because we needed to make sure that the police were, you know, were not, you know, treating people badly. And, frankly, all I've seen on the body cams is people being cited acting badly. <laughs> Case in point, the mayor of Denver's son is in some town very close to Denver, and he is speeding, and he has not got his license. And he is giving this police officer no end of crap for minutes on end. And do you know who my dad is, you blank, blank, bleep, bleep, Bling, ding, 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 and the officer is just I'm going to write the citation and I have to take your picture because you don't have a, a, a valid license on you and that set him off and um, surprisingly enough uh, two officers got in trouble because the, uh, the body cam video somehow made it out into the public domain Oh, what a my, my guess is the uh, the powers that be in Denver probably wanted to bury that particular video. Um, you know, if you're the son of a, a son or daughter of a powerful liberal, you know what it's impossible to say. What? <laughs> Thank you, officer, and have a very nice rest of the day. Yeah, of course not. When when I get pulled over for um, uh, oh I don't know, exceeding the speed limit. I don't you know. Do? About, uh, no, I don't know about you guys, but I'm very polite. See, my I, hands are at 10 and 2 and I'm looking straight ahead and I don't make any sudden movements unless I'm asked to and then I will not make them sudden I, uh, I drive a Prius so those are words that are never uttered to me <laughs> sir, sir do you know how slow you are going <laughs> yeah I know the batteries are down <laughs> sun you know, went behind a cloud look I hurt my back I can't pedal any faster that's, I've, uh, I've been pulled uh, over all right, for... All right, sir. Because my uh, my uh, tags had expired. And, Oops. And he said, hey, your tags expired. I was like, well, thank you for letting me know. He said, please get that taken care of, and then drove off. 
So, wow. that was that. Um, the officer that pulled me over for the same thing mm-hmm. um, stretched it out a little. Of course, I was in PG County. Oh. What, did he just talk slower? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he pulled, and I didn't know why he pulled me over because I, I didn't, honestly didn't realize that my tags were like three months out of date. <laughs> Mine and were so- not. <laughs> They weren't close to three chief, months. Chief, chief years were like maybe a couple of days or so. Yes, three well, months. Goon, three months. I, I, I don't have an explanation for what happened. I, I just, I don't. Got the sticker and lost it. What? <laughs> I don't ever recall even seeing the little note that comes that it's says one it. of the things like the hurricane picked up the mail and put it somewhere. You, you could throw under the bus. It's okay. You know, I don't think she did this one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at any rate, I was kind of dumbfounded. I'm like, he's like, well, your tags are out of date. Because I went looking for my registration, and I went, officer, I don't have this year's, but here's last year's. You'll see that the you know, the address matches what's on my license. He goes, yes, sir, I know. I, I looked it up on the computer. And he goes, that's why I pulled you over. And he goes, listen, I'm supposed to impound the vehicle, charge you $250, and it's like four points. <clears throat> and I go, oh, <coughs> And he goes, you know what, sir? I'm going to go to dinner right now. And when I come back, I don't want to see you in this car on my highway. I do not want to see you. Do you understand me? Oh, yes, officer. Thank you very much, and have a very nice rest of the day. I do want to see you tomorrow at Motor Vehicles. Yes, sir. (laughs) And so I went and got that taken care of because I felt pretty much like a dumbbell. I totally get that. I totally get that. And he was, As you he was, he was out of the driveway. Did you have those little black lines curling behind you like uh, the uh, Roadrunner? I went home and asked the Hurricane very nicely if she might not go to the motor vehicles the next day so that I could go to work. <laughs> that's some. Uh, I, that's that's some serious privilege. That's right. Think, See, and well, I listen, think... I, I'm still paying for that. Okay, that happened 20 years ago, and every <laughs> once in a while, you? there's something that I need to do. And sure, well, you know, I went to motor vehicles. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. The 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 one thing that I've always remarked about my beloved is her vice-like grip on memory. <laughs> Only on the stuff that you've done incorrectly. Oh, well, yeah, there's nothing else is important. Have you ever done anything correctly? Um, in her opinion? Yeah. Or in general? <laughs> yeah, in her opinion. Let me get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> this might take a while. So, it, do we, yeah. so do we want to pick on the press some more or what? <clears throat> well, you know, it's funny. Um, honest, folks, I, I, I looked at what the press was trying to do in this... Um, for those of you who are living under a rock, the Paul Manafort case, which has recently gone to the jury and came back with a ooh. eight out of eighteen decision. Ooh, ooh, ooh! <laughs> May I ask some questions before you start about that case, sir? Sure, Mr. Green. What questions do you please, have? Please, please, Mr. Political Wizards. <clears throat> so, Wait, so don't use the word wizard because that gets the chief upset. Sorry, chief. I'll, I'll let it slide. Okay. So, um. Mr. Manafort was charged with 18 counts of yes, various was. crimes. Mm-hmm. How, how many of them had to do with Russian collusion, which is what the special prosecutor is supposed to be investigating? Zero. So why is he prosecuting them? Well, because this is how, you, how it works, is I get you on these things, 
and I squeeze your nuts in a vice until I get you to say what I want you to say on the important stuff, which is coming up because he has more, he has more trial coming up. They're not going to bother. Watch. They won't re they won't retry him on any of the 10 counts that were, were mistrial. They won't waste their time. They've got the eight. They're holding on to him by the cojones. They're now going to go and okay, you know, hey, we can twist and you can go to jail for 80 years, right? Or you can, you know, be nice to us and tell us what we want to hear, whether it's the truth or not. And maybe we'll let you out in eight years. And well, that's how the justice system works. Wow. That's, that's why they're, they're very worried because I don't know if you know that uh, the niece of Martin Luther King came to the president with a letter. Did you hear about that? Yeah. I know the niece of Martin Luther King is very much uh, a supporter of the president. Yes, well... Alveda King? Almeida. Almeida or Veda? M. Is it M? Oh, I'm sorry, my mistake. I thought it was Alveda. So, uh, she has given a list of all the people that... Uh, she's requesting to be pardoned and all these people have you know have there's been justice that was not served and i'm sorry alveda is the niece almeda king is someone totally different so either way the uh notice one correction and recognition that you were correct and i was wrong I know you don't hear that a lot. It's so, it's, I, you know, and thank you, Chief. You really kind of like made my whole Friday. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that you guys have made up now. Can we move on? Yeah. So, so the whole point is they can be doing all of this thinking that something's going to happen when mm-hmm. all that could, you know, he, he if that they, they're worried that if the president wins his his uh, 2020 reelection. Mm-hmm then all bets are off. So they they could put, you know, 900 years on him. All the stuff he did, he did during the previous administration. All the stuff he did, he most likely would have gotten away with. Yes, he broke the law. But as we well know, there uh there is a book. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's it's called like a uh, 3 felonies a day. <laughs> and have you have you heard about this? No. no. All right. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds ambitious. <laughs> so three felonies a day. I, I, I'd be tired. <laughs> was, yeah, you know. Uh, Harvey Silverglate and Alan Dershowitz were, uh, oh. were speaking about uh, how an innocent everyday person could be sentenced for a long amount of time because there are so many laws on the book that uh, you know how they say you know ignorance of the law is no excuse well right. when you have 900 laws and there's no way that you could know them all then you the typical person commits about three felonies a day so oh so at any time the government can come and get you wow so what we really need to do is just scrap all the laws and start over Hang on, I have to seal the I have to seal the bunker now. <laughs> You're supposed to do that before it starts, before the show starts. But the the point is, uh, he would have gotten away with it. Yes, he broke the law. Uh, yes, other people have broken the law. 
mainly, you know, the the AC <laughs> definitely broke the law. And it, but when she broke the law, it was a in your face. What are you going to do about it? Oh, you're going to do nothing. And those that even looked at her, which, by the way, there's a new person on Suicide Watch. I don't know oh. if, you, if you if you heard that yet another person has has turned from uh, being a supporter to a a Clinton det- uh, detractor and made the mistake of saying it wasn't Trump, it was Hillary. So. Wow! I'm oh, that's that's a bombshell. Thank you, uh, bombshell time. I think. Oh, so so who has decided they w- don't wish to live much longer? <laughs> yes, it was it was someone who most likely will be will be disappearing. So when you, you don't have a you don't have a name, I had it, but of course, oh. can't can't find it right now. Wow. Well, it, it just it just popped in my head as the as the people were were going through and. Uh, and we were discussing the immense amount of corruption. Mm. Either um, way, I'll include. I'm, I'm including the link to, from Amazon to the three felonies a day book. Excellent uh, for those of you who might be interested. Um, yeah. So, uh, so our, originally, our entire show was going to be about the press and the horrible job they're doing. Um, <laughs> we're this far in, and we're just getting kind of started winding our way around government abuses. Um, many of which the the press won't even mention. Um, you well, know, did, I, did did you notice the president's uh, former lawyer pled guilty to three things that don't even appear to be crimes? Yeah, I, and, I, and I'm very curious about that because all indications were that um, he had access to Trump's money, not campaign money, and that if he wrote a check to a stripper to right. pay off somebody it would have been trump right. money not campaign money and as last i heard you're allowed to spend your money any way you want right you are allowed to enter into an uh, a, a legal binding agreement with another person say an exotic dancer you had an affair and you don't want anybody to find out about it so you go to this dancer and say we'll enter into agreement i'll give you uh, 150,000 dollars and you won't tell anybody. And this agreement says that if you do tell somebody, I can sue you for lots of money and, and pretty much ruin your life. Do Do either of you have any paper currency handy right now? Uh, no, my wallet's upstairs. My wallet Cheap, doesn't exist. Oh, anybody got a? Anybody got a, a? No. There's a little phrase on the front of uh, most currency. I wanted to get the exact wording. Um, but I believe it's Hold something to the extent. This bill is legal tender for all debts, all debts public, public and, pri- and private. Yes. Okay. This note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. <clears throat> so this would be a private debt. Right. And he paid, you know, he wrote a check. As long yes. as you pay for it with personal money, there's no crime. You if know, you pay for if you pay for it with campaign funds. Yeah, that's a crime. right. Like, 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 Representative and Mrs. Duncan Hunter apparently <clears throat> were living high on the campaign funds and uh, have been slighted. Is, is that the guy who uh, was sending his kid to school with him? And I believe so. Yeah, that was uh, that was a oops. That was a real big oops. Uh, that wasn't an oops. That's a crime. Right. Well, it's time time for him to go before Judge Wapner. 
one of the things I I never understood, you know, if if you do and are the way that our our president is, why why would you pay for anything? You know, it's like because I've seen the way groupies are, and mm. and dude, <laughs> are groupies um, groupies over old rich people? I guess they are. Oh, one hundred percent. There's a there's a. Some, sometimes you can be a tired, fat, white guy and have a groupie. Yes. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Goon? I I have a groupie. Yes. Well, that's true. Well, hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> there are groupies and there are stalkers. Yeah, but you know, I went and looked up the definition of stalking since I knew we were having this conversation this week. <laughs> because when I went to my attorney and said we got to do something about this. This, My attorney, in a very nice legal way, said, um, you buzz off. <laughs> really? Buzz and frog. And, and I wasn't happy with her saying that, and I went and looked up what stalking is in Maryland, and I must say, um, I, I apologize, you were right. Yeah, that's not stalking. So this is an annoying groupie, and is there a law against being an annoying groupie? So what does she have to do before... Something could be done. Threaten and unfortunately, me. the answer is she has to commit a felony. Yeah, threaten me. Yeah. Any threat would probably do it. But then it says something about a consistent pattern, so you'd have to do it more than once. Um, consistently follow me. Oh, she's already got that. You can't really say following me around the fair where I'm being paid to perform. I don't know that the, that that's a gray area. Now. She followed me from the fair all the way home to my uh, domicile. Yep, we got stalking. That so, wouldn't be a problem because then the Canine Protection Force would kick in. Oh, I think, I think what would happen is she would experience a hurricane the likes of which Hawaii isn't even seeing today. <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> has she said hello to you? Yes. Okay, did you know that that was sexual harassment? Oh... <laughs> Oh, I love you, Chief. <laughs> so I will, uh, I will provide you something, of course. Okay. I can't say this hello to women from now? the law office of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Well, uh, I, I can't bring it up because it'll start playing right away, of course. But, but don't worry, I will provide okay. it to you right <laughs> Thank after. You. Thank you. Is this something I'm going to include in the show notes? You can. It was something my son showed me. And I was like, "How how would you even have found this?" No, don't. I don't want to no. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'll tell you what. You know, um, since since the topic du jour uh, never really made it to the forefront, we've just been bibbling around it. I'm we... much more intrigued about the items in the what I'm now referring to as the dumb file, and I'm calling it the dumb file not by the not because of the people who put the articles in. Only hurt feelings here but because the articles show how dumb our country has gotten. And, uh, Chief, this first one is, uh, is your submission, and uh, I, uh, I appreciate the fact that you helped with the show notes this week. I wanted <laughs> to say thank you. And, um, and uh, I'm very interested to hear your take on this, uh, this new effort by the great state of California. I, I, I think he's mocking you there, Chief, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> no. I am not. I was thoroughly admonished for potentially not including this very important story in the show notes. And um, 
unfortunately, my my organizational skills were not up to the chief's uh, standards. Yes, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I glossed over it. I was like, I don't see it because I was looking <laughs> for links, and I didn't That's see right. the link because they were in the links section. <laughs> Silly. Sorry, me. It's no. good that you guys were in separate locations when that <laughs> happened, or I think we might have had a fist fight. So oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, my my Vietnam vet friend, who is is just thoroughly disgusted with the way he's like, this is what I fought for. Uh, he he sent me something, and said, "Is this true?" Or I or can you you know he wanted confirmation. So I go look up uh, the California uh, state bills that they're putting across, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the wording. Because mm-hmm. this particular bill had failed in the past on where they were doing clean injection sites. And before they would just provide clean needles. Mm-hmm. Now they're providing you clean needles and a person to inject it so that you don't OD. And and they're providing the product so that it's not too strong. And I was like, what what else are you gonna do? <laughs> now you, you wait wait a second. So I'm a junkie. And I don't have to. I guess on the one hand, I don't have to pimp myself out or or rob people of oh, their purses. I don't know. About I can just that. go to the. I can just go to this place and have somebody. Hey, can I have some of that free heroin? Yes, but I don't. You know, I I wow. see this going badly because people will do anything for it, and as soon as you get inside that room, who knows what's going to happen? Now they're not going to say anything because right. they want the fix. And the other person, if you're desperate enough <laughs> to have have uh, you know junky flings, then then you, of course you're not going to be saying anything either, unless you're bragging about it on Tinder and you <laughs> you, you, you you know you kind of deserve what you get. At that yes, point. exactly. Why does Tinder always come into play? <laughs> Oh. Or folks at Tinder, you know, we used to have an honorable product. Oh, wait. No, we didn't. <laughs> Not ever. <laughs> Not ever. So uh, so if you're a junkie and you're poor, go to California and get free heroin. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. As soon as it, it, it's, it looks like it's passing this time. Because, you know, obviously yet a, yet, that won't cost enough. anything. The whole state of California can easily absorb that. Sure, because they're broke right now. Right. And if you're broke, what's another billion? Well, I actually, I actually think Confederate money is worth more than money coming out of California at this point. <laughs> they they do confiscate a lot of drugs, so may, maybe they're just not destroying it like they used to, and they're just repurposing maybe, it. Oh, the maybe, ultimate act of recycling. Maybe that's how they fund the state now. That's a, that's a great idea. Well, we had all these drugs coming across the border, and rather than just throwing it away, we resell it to other states and take the money and do all the crazy things we need to do in our state. So between that and Disneyland, that's how California stays afloat? Oh, well, you know what? Um, Hmm. uh, uh, The commissar is going after Disney. I heard about this. This is the other article in our dumb file. You (laughs) stupid senator. It's a revolution. Yeah, that's good, Bernie. Sit down. So, hey. so, 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 what's what's the Bernster up to? Don't disparage why, Comrade why is, Sanders. Why yeah, is he, no, why no, he got his uh, his uh, government uh, uh, suit well, in a wad. He's got his he's got his red hammer and sickle knickers in a twist because 
Um, what is it? Sickle Knickers Twist. That's Hammer that's and it. Sickle Hammer and Sickle Knickers Twist. Say that three times fast. I think that's a bad idea. I, I think it should be a bad name. Hammer and Sickle Knickers. That might not be bad, actually. Sickle Knickers. <laughs> but, but I digress. No, I digress. I, uh, I'm sorry. So, um, so uh, Disneyland is in Anaheim, California, and for I've years, heard and for years, they have successfully persuaded uh, the government of Anaheim not to pass a law requiring uh, them to provide a living wage. You know, this is the fifteen, sixteen, twenty dollar an hour minimum wage. Wow, uh, that's a that's a, that's good living. And. Uh, um, what uh, what they've decided to do is it looks like this election season a bill will be passed that will say if you take money from the city of Anaheim, then you have to provide your employees with a living wage. Now, would anyone like to guess who the biggest employer in Anaheim, California is? Because there's only one reason to go to Anaheim anyway. I, it's I not don't the know Mighty it. Ducks? It's not the Mighty Ducks. I would guess the mouse. Yep. And so the mouse had to make a business decision. Gosh, we get all these subsidies and tax breaks and stuff, and that would cost us X, or we could pay all our employees this outrageous wage, and that would cost us Y, and Y is much greater than X. So you know what they decided to do? Move to Chicago. No, they told Anaheim, we're giving you all your subsidies back. We'll still be here. We'll still be paying our employees, but um, yeah, we just won't take any of your money. Ooh. We'll just do it on our own. And Comrade Sanders is—he uh, is in a snit about that. Well, because you know, like most politicians, they wrote a law they thought was really clever, and they were outclevered by people who have to work for a living and who have a, a whole ton crap more money than they do. Mm. But again. Again, this is a standard business decision. I'm going to look at which way is cheaper, mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to do that. It has nothing to do with a company being evil or I don't care about the employees or whatever. It's simply a matter of how low can I pay the people and still get them to work for me and provide a quality workforce. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Her um, Comrade Sanders' little acolyte, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Lipstick Lennon, yeah. There you go. Um, happened to post uh, that she was uh, back at one of her old employers. Um, they were having, a, unfortunately, having a going out of business, uh, going away party kind of thing. She went back to see the old owner and talked to some of her former coworkers. And she said, I loved working there. It was such a wonderful place. It's so sad to see that it has fallen on hard times. It hadn't fallen on hard times. The owner was making the business decision to close because wait for it that's right he was being told that he had to offer a living wage to his employees and he couldn't afford that amount of money for the work that he was getting out of them and he said you know it was just easier to close the business so you know she's she's painfully unaware of what her own policies do she's just painful I'm sorry, folks, if you're listening to this woman, she may be, uh, I'll have to do a little more study, but she may be the dumbest woman on earth. Maybe. 
for for someone who claims to have a college degree in economics, I'm sorry, uh, you 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 need to get your money back. Okay, they they lied to you. You, you don't have a degree in economics. You have a piece of paper. That says you went somewhere for four years. I'm not quite sure what you were doing. And and female listeners, before you get mad and and go away and be yelling at 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 my comrades. Uh, did you like that, my comrades? Oh, huh? Very nice. Thank, Thank you, you, Bernie. Uh, you <laughs> stupid ant. Um, uh, the revolution. It isn't because she's stupid. It's because almost everything she knows is wrong. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. You're oh wow, very nice, crutch. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's that, a little that, play on a quote um, uh, by uh, by our uh, Ronaldus Maximus. Yes, but but I mean that's the problem. Yeah. Her premises are wrong in almost every argument she makes. The argument proceeds logically from the bad premise, but but where she started was just wrong to begin with. Well, socialism works. No, ma'am. It hasn't worked anywhere it's been tried. Anywhere. Well, that's because they tried it wrong. Okay. That's... <laughs> Check your premises. Hey, Venezuela is now claiming that even the earthquake was a Bolivarian groundswell. Yeah, I like that one, too. I don't even know what that means. Well, Simon Bolivar is the father of modern South American socialism. Bolivar is in Bolivia, right? Yeah, but... Um, and that's who the socialists in Venezuela modeled their socialist government on. They're, and of they're course, it did the same utopias. thing as all the other socialist governments in South America. It went right down the toy-toy. Hyperinflation, economy goes in the crapper, even if you're sitting on the biggest <clears throat> oil deposit in South yeah, America. Yeah, How does a country with that much oil have to tear five zeros off their money just to make it useful. Five. Count them. Five zeros. I don't know. I don't either. Well, I but these are the questions that we can't answer, folks. Um, I'd like to say that we had a cogent, thought-provoking show. Um, unfortunately, um, this show swerved in and out of subjects like a drunk driver uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, but I, I, I think we had some fun tonight. I hope you did as well. Good night. Good night.